I, I've never gotten such pushback for anything. And I mean, I cover the Balkans, so I kind of was <laughs> I expected like uh, I didn't ex- ever expect it to be worse than I've gotten here. Uh, you know, it was it was shocking. Um, you know, it was ten days of just you know NAFO trolls and like you know CIA clandestine service guys tell you know basically like, <laughs> sending me like very cryptic kind of like disturbing messages or. Um, that he deleted afterwards. It's good you got the screenshot. I, yeah, I mean, it's the best compliment I could ever get. He said, um, I, I, I tweeted, uh, this is my first piece for the New Statesman, and, and this CIA clandestine services guy or former uh, with a quarter of a million followers said, it should be your last. Right? I imagined him saying it in that <laughs> voice. <laughs> it's not really what he was saying. Hello everyone, welcome to BungaCast, the global politics podcast at the end of the end of history. My name is Alex Hochuli, I'm in Sao Paulo, Brazil as usual, and George Hoare and Philip Cunliffe uh, are in the UK. And Lily Lynch, hello. Uh, Lily Lynch joins us once again, uh, calling us from Belgrade, I assume. That's right, I'm in Belgrade, Serbia. Excellent. Um, So we're going to be talking about... Well, about NATO today. I know everyone, we're recording this on Friday, the 20th of October, and everyone, of course, is thinking about Israel and Palestine. Um, but the world goes on. NATO doesn't sleep, unfortunately. And uh, and we have lots to catch up on, I think. Lily's been very busy um, writing in the New Statesman, in the New Left Review about uh, about NATO, about Sweden and Finland's accession to NATO. Um, the whole and unheard t- as well. You've been a powerhouse since, yeah. we, since we last saw you, Lily. You've been writing um, so much. And on not only on NATO, I mean, we hope to talk a bit more about some of the other um, some of the other pieces that you've uh, mentioned recently or talked about uh, regarding kind of geopolitics and politics in Eastern Europe and Europe more broadly. Um, and it seems like the right time also. I don't know if you feel the same way, but it seems to be the general kind of consensus and the feeling with the outbreak of the Israel-Gaza war that there's no getting away from the fact that we're seeing a kind of uh, some kind of reorganization of international order in which Western power is being significantly challenged or diminished. And so I think it's fair to say the Hamas-Israel war is only um, the most recent iteration of this broad kind of restructuring. So we'll be talking around that, I guess, in all the kind of in the various um, articles that you've written that we want to um, discuss with you. Yeah. Sure. Anything yeah. you'd like. And, and, and not to sound too much like the uh, the Venmo president, but, um, you know, there's still a war going on in Ukraine, as, as Zelensky has been very eager to remind everyone over the past 12 days, um, actually 13 days now it is, I think, by my count. So um, there, that's still going on, um, and there's plenty to talk about there. Um, but to, to get started, I guess, um, maybe talk about uh, one of your, well, several sidecar pieces that you've written in the New Left Review um, blog called Sidecar. Um, about Sweden and Finland's accession to NATO and the end of Nordic neutrality. Um, so what's the state of play, I guess, with NATO expansion in the North? 
Um, yes, so I'm assuming that everybody uh, listening knows that Sweden and Finland, uh, shortly after Russia's um, invasion of Ukraine or full-scale invasion of Ukraine in February 2022, uh, abandoned their kind of very long-standing neutrality policies and applied to join NATO. Um, and this transpired in, in a kind of atmosphere of like a wartime kind of hysteria um, and, you know, critics of NATO enlargement in those countries say that the there was a kind of a shock doctrine approach taken by um, the governments, uh, meaning that, you know, this decision was undertaken uh, without consult consulting the public. Um, so for in, in Sweden, this is kind of unprecedented because uh, Sweden has had a referendum on the euro. It had a referendum on joining the European Union. So it was kind of odd that they didn't have uh, a referendum on joining NATO, although by all accounts, um, NATO membership is relatively popular in both Finland and Sweden. Um, so uh, both countries applied to join uh, join NATO. And very quickly, however, their uh, Euro-Atlantic dreams were kind of uh, shot down because uh Erdogan decided to erect a barrier uh, saying that Sweden, particularly for Sweden, Finland ultimately joined in spring, uh, but he really was uh, quite angry with Sweden's uh, supposed you know, um, friendliness with the Kurds, so to speak. He called uh, Sweden an incubator for, Swedish, uh, for Kurdish terror because Sweden has been, has um, had a lot of Kurds, uh, living there uh, who faced some kind of repression in Turkey. And so he basically has been using this as a bargaining ship, his veto, veto power. So to enlarge NATO, you need unanimous vote. Uh, so he's basically dangling this over the heads of the Swedes and, and the entire uh, alliance saying, you know, we need, we need to extradite these Kurd, Kurdish terrorists, uh, and you need to say, I don't know, um, do what I say, or else I'm going to continuously prevent Sweden from joining NATO. So that's actually where it stands right now. Um, and uh, so Finland joined, and Sweden is still out. Um, so that yeah, that's that's kind of that brings us up to date. It couldn't happen to nicer to nicer guys. Um, <laughs> could you give us maybe a um could you give us maybe a feel for the kind of the the temper of the debate in Sweden and Finland? Um, you know, I mean, you say it's relatively popular and I've seen the opinion polls kind of um, that you've cited in your pieces and also kind of more widely on social media. I've seen opinion polls about this matter. But I'm curious, I suppose, you know, is it like Swedes and Finns are genuinely worried that Russian tanks are going to kind of um, be coming over the border, Russian paratroopers landing in the Arctic Circle, you know, kind of what's the what's the sense of the the public mood in the context of these debates, do you think? I think that uh, the, the public kind of discussion is kind of hinged on this notion of solidarity a bit. Um, I, I know that there's kind of been like a long-standing psyop about, I would call it that, uh, about um, uh, you know Soviet and then Russian submarines in the Stockholm archipelago. But I think that the debate has mostly just been about uh, showing a kind of unanimous uh, Western unity in the face of sort of Russian aggression, and even has this sort of civilizational flavor where it's you know 
are we joining the West? You know, that's the name of the article that I wrote. Um, and you see this uh, part of the debate happening a bit in Sweden, uh, where you see people saying things that you would normally just, I would associate with the Balkans, people saying things like, we're going to become a normal Western country if we join NATO. That's um, incredible. Yeah, yeah. You, you imagine Sweden, kind of, I don't know how much more <laughs> like, Western like, it is. Yeah, yeah, well, like, who's more Western? Like, what's the most Western Western country there is then? Because I think, it's you know, if Sweden's right. not, not, it was already out, you know, like, who's who's in? It's too normal. It's, you know, it, it should become <laughs> a bit more interestingly non-Western. But yeah, that's, that's very surprising. I mean, what, is this partly like NATO's good, branding i mean this um, this piece that you wrote and unheard about how nato essentially well this isn't the terms that you used but like rebranded around kind of this idea of being a progressive peace alliance i mean is this has this really hit home with the swedes and the Finns? are they sort of you know looking looking over and seeing angelina jolie and thinking yeah this is the this is a club we want to be a part of i mean i think so i think it is um it, it has kind of done a take taken a the alliance has really tried to reband itself as something kind of uh, um, that's u- ubiquitous in in kind of progressive circles. It's kind of taken over a lot of like mm. p- uh, peace organizations and feminist organizations that you know, previously would have been very sort of anti-militarism, and now have adopted this sort of like muscular, hawkish, pro-NATO. Uh, vibe to kind of like stare down strong men and autocracies. That's kind of my uh, my my take on it. Um, I do think that they that uh, they've really tried to uh, present themselves as kind of this modernizing, uh, cutting edge um, alliance. And you do see uh, in in Europe this sort of like the Atlanticist kind of takeover of a lot of like NGOs, um, Mm. institutions, um, uh, even, yeah, like it's, it's happened. It's been really ramping up uh, in the last couple of years since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, but I've been having this discussion with a lot of people who spend time in Brussels and they say that it's just, there's been this kind of just Atlanticist like penetration of like all even kind of areas where you wouldn't even imagine that it would be necessary um, very American, an American vassalization of Europe, basically. Well, hello, listener. I hope you like what you're hearing. It's a short excerpt from an episode that's available only to subscribers. Want to support BungaCast and get at least two original episodes a month? Sign up at patreon.com slash BungaCast right now. $5 a month patrons get access to exclusive episodes like our in-depth analyses of present history. You know, the big stuff that's happening right now as well as chats with our regular guests, extended interviews with the key thinkers trying to understand our world today, and much more. For $10 a month, you join the BungoCast Reading Club, the place for those of us who are serious about equipping ourselves with the necessary intellectual tools for understanding the world and seeking to change it. Phil, George, and myself, Alex, look forward to seeing you there. Patreon.com slash BungoCast.